Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode number 46 of the We Are Speaking podcast. During each 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are so very glad you're joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including on-group online training and group coaching and individual coaching to independent writers and creative and solo professionals. You can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard-Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking in partnership with uh, my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Good to be here once again. Okay, today our topic's... Both start with D. <laughs> the Dominion, the Dominion settlement with Fox. And I, I never call it Fox News anymore. The Dominion settlement with Fox and the debt ceiling, which is coming up very quickly. Originally, we were going to reach we in the, the American government was going to reach the debt ceiling in August, but now it's been moved back to July, which is two months from now. Because they say that they have fewer tax revenues. And one of the reasons they have fewer tax revenues was because of the state of businesses during COVID. But also because the wealthy are, you know, there's a huge tax cut from 2017 tax cut. And also that's one of the reasons why they're beefing up the IRS to get more wealthy people to pay their taxes rather than coming after middle and lower income people, people with just regular jobs. So we're going to talk about both of those things. Keith, start out with the Dominion Settlement, which happened on Tuesday. Yeah, the Dominion Settlement, that's been something that's been on the radar, a lot of people's radar, progressive as well as right-wing Republican for a long time, because, of course, Fox News has long been the the voice for the, uh, for the well, started off as, as supposedly the conservative voice on TV, conservative on radio, news, on radio, radio and TV. And, TV. Mm-hmm. and then it became, over time, something that was much, much... Worse. That's why you cannot legitimately call it a news network right. because what Dominion settled, what the Dominion case proved was that they, the lies that they told and that they traffic in during the January 6th insurrection. Of course, that's just a part of it. they were lying long well, before, that, before that. You know, mm-hmm. but before that, but this focus primarily on that. And they, they, it's no, I'm sorry, no, to, to Trump. To, to, no, no, on the, the election. The election. I'm sorry, right. the election. That the one. I don't want to say election. election. Mm-hmm. Right. They, that's what they were. They were, of course, trafficking in the lies that Trump had won and that Biden had lost. And what the case proved was that not only did they know, but they, they knew that it was false, but they kept up with it anyway. And of course, there's all kind of other details, but in the interest of time, we could have a whole show on that. But mm-hmm. basically, that's what the case was about. But the, it began to look, bad for uh, uh, Fox early on when the judge in the case basically just cut off all their avenues to settle because right. he la- pretty much laughed at their evidence. He, right. And they were trying to bring it, they were basically trying to present it as, well, this was newsworthy. And they say, there's no way you can call this newsworthy. Right. The right. judge said it was, this was, this was basically a joke. He, he essentially 
call them out for what they were, that you knew you were lying. You cannot say this was new. You can't say you didn't know. Right. Because you did know all the evidence was there. And so they they ended up getting, you know, seven hundred was seven hundred eighty three million dollar settlement. Seven hundred eighty seven point five. Right, seven hundred eighty seven thanks. I knew you know the exact number. Seven hundred eighty seven point five million dollar settlement. Which is almost a billion. Right, right. And whenever you get something like this, a settlement, there's always gonna be somebody that's gonna be upset. Mm-hmm. That's first of all. But because but Predictably and understandably, I understand a, a lot of prog- particularly prog- not just progressives, just Democrats in general were upset because we were waiting all this time because Fox has lied for so long. Mm-hmm. We know what Fox has done. We know what Fox has been a part of, and and we're particularly sensitive on that now after January six, after after Donald Trump of all that is done and the part that they have played in that. So we wanted. We wanted front row seats with popcorn right. to see the, to see them and Murdoch all just get torn down mm-hmm. and and thrown to the flame, thrown to the wolves, and just like a TV show, like right. like twenty four, just to sit there and watch and just watch the judge and the lawyers just put them on the stand and swipe right. them down. Right. Right. But the, the reality is that number one, this isn't a TV show, and right. unfortunately, I think too many of us. Well, actually, most of most of us are not lawyers, so most of us have never been in a courtroom, mm-hmm. so we don't know unless we maybe got called for jury duty. And those of us have no good and well, it's not that bear any resemblance at all to what you see on TV. Right. So this is this is not fiction. This is real life. Mm-hmm. And in real life, the attorney's job is to represent the client, not to save democracy. We put too much weight on the trial because we want we want everything solved. Right. And we want the entire. And and two things we need to realize, number one, this is not going to solve everything. And number two, the fight doesn't end. Because what we're hoping, what we I think too many of us are hoping is that once this settlement happened, they would be found guilty. There'd be this big trial. We would see them brought down. Foxes, it foxes wiped off the face of the map, and we can go back to life as it was. Yeah. That's not happening. Right. That that's not happening. But what I started to say, and which is important, number one, domin- not dominion. The Dominion's attorneys, their job is to get the best possible deal for their client, which right. is Dominion, period. Right. That's what they're being paid for. That's what their job is. In that sense, they got a tremendous deal right. for their client. An apology from a lawyer's perspective, sure, to get the, to get the client, particularly something like Fox, to apologize mm-hmm. and, and whatever, is great. But nothing matters. It's a monetary settlement. Right. Is what, that's how they notch their, you know, mm-hmm. put notches on their belt. And so when they received that, which was how many times? Seven, yeah, almost 10 times, the, uh, 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 almost 10 times Dominion's 2022 revenue. Right. So that amount of what they got was a, was a tremendous settlement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, because had they gone... Had they gone to trial, because everybody was, you know, it was right up to the last minute, right? right? It was going after the buzzer. It was about to go to trial. Had they gone to trial, some folks said, well, it wasn't guaranteed that they would win. That's true. But my thing is, I don't think that's what they were worried about. Mm. The evidence was so overwhelming. Right. That's not the concern. Right. Is that, well, the jury can be fickle. No, not not, mm-hmm. not with this. But the concern is, is that once they, and the, and the Fox lawyers were already preparing for this right. was that they already figured we know we're going to lose right but what because the judge was so restrictive as soon as the the judgment came down that okay fox has been found guilty for whatever amount that the jury liable the, not guilty uh, liable, i'm sorry once the, once the jury found them liable then what the jur- fox attorneys were going to do right away was to file an appeal, but and focus that appeal on what the judge had said. Mm-hmm. So what that does automatically, it brings that under the microscope, and then it begins to fade away, which is not what you want because what he what the judge said was was essentially he basically said you're guilty. 
Right. The judge, you know, and and so, but now what the judge said stands. Right. <laughs> they can't appeal that. They cannot appeal. And and what's most important, something that I just learned this mm-hmm. week. When you get a settlement like that, rather than a jury award, mm-hmm. a lot of times these defamation cases, which are very hard to prove in the mm-hmm. first place, you, you get a jury award. And that's fine. But then the plaintiff, and in this case, that was Dominion, mm-hmm. would have to chase the defendant to get paid. Exactly. With, with, with this settlement, they get paid immediately. Immediately, right. And that's no, appe- no appeal. Right. That check has been written. That, right. that is so important because so many times, you're right, we see these huge settlements, but then newspapers onto the next story. Right. And then the but the rest of the story is they didn't get paid. Right. And, and, or, they didn't, or didn't get paid for years because like you said they had to chase them. This way it's settled, they got the money. And the other thing is is that in terms of like you said that with trials and I said early on this is real life not uh, not law and order or any other show you want Perry Mason any other show this is not exciting so many people were thinking they would be in the we would be sitting there with the cameras in the in the courtroom mm-hmm. they would they weren't allowed right. there weren't any cameras so we would basically be reading the transcript right. of what That's was said, no. which, which is which is boring. Boring, I mean, you know. So, you know, and 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 particularly in today's society, every is we're all visual. So mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been a bunch of people sitting there waiting to read the transcript mm-hmm. of what happened. Right. So, you know, so everything that you wanted to happen, these things that you wanted to happen, were not going to happen. And the other thing, I just think it's so important for people to un- understand overall that. The, the the struggle never ends, right? And what we keep looking for is that definitive, that d- definitive end bell, like a like a like a boxing match, right? The bell, like it's over, we won, and and every and things go back to normal. That's the end. It never ends. Right. It never ends. What we're seeing now, uh, with what Fox has done, actually just with the creation of Fox, mm-hmm. and with all the other things we're seeing happening around the country, this didn't just happen. This happened because the right wing Republicans have been strategizing for decades right. to, to to claw back all the gains that we had made. Mm-hmm. So if you think that when we win one, <laughs> right, and we win Dominion case, that suddenly they're going to say, "Oh boy," and sit down and say, "We're just so satire, and they're going to turn around and become Democrats and <laughs> and join. No, they will never right. stop. And but talk about the other reason mm-hmm. that one of the Dominion attorneys said they did not want to go to trial because of their own people. Like Keith was saying, we were all waiting to see, you know, with our popcorn to see the Fox people get put on the stand. Oh, yeah, right, right, but right. the Dominion attorney reminded people that one of the reasons they went for this was not only to get the money, but to, to uh, restore their own reputation mm-hmm. uh, so that they could make more sales for the next right, election. Right, right, but right. also because their people were being tortured and traumatized, their employees, right. because they worked for Dominion. Right. And if there had been a trial, not only would the Fox people have to be put on the stand, but the Dominion people would have to travel right. the women. Wilmington, Delaware, and be put on the stand and relive all those traumatic experiences. And with with them getting a settlement and no trial, their own employees, Dominion's own employees, won't have to go through the trauma Trauma of a trial. Right. And also, there was one. There was one weakness in the case. This is that one of the things when they were going to trial, they were asking for against future earnings. Right. 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 And the future earnings that that Dominion was asking for was unrealistic. In right. when it looked at what their earnings actually were. Right. Right. They were asking right. for some what one point something billion. One one point six billion. One point six billion. That was nowhere near. Right. What their future right. earnings would have been. So that could have been you, and that could have been turned against right. them. So this is the way they get an extremely good settlement and a whole and, lot of money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that a whole lot of money, and like like I said, take the win. And 
like they're and and they said they said in a press conference right after the settlement they aren't through. Right. They're gonna they're gonna oh, um, yeah. they're, they're getting ready to sue out a lot of those uh, Fox people individually, individually, mm-hmm. and then there's the smart man and Smartmatic was was taking notes mm-hmm. because they're going to use a lot of what Dominion put out for their own um, lawsuit defamation lawsuit that's coming up soon. Well, it probably won't come up for another couple of years, but it, it's going to be ongoing, getting prepared for that. Mm-hmm. So, and I think mm-hmm. and that's and the other thing that gets brought up is. And this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out with Fox followers and supporters, right, right. Uh, because obviously Fox is not broadcasting, you know, step they, by step. They, by, they barely mention. They barely mention it, so that they're not. But sooner or later, because well, it's hard to hide seven hundred and some million dollars under, even, the, under the mattress. Yeah, you know, even for some, know, even for the, companies, huge as Fox. Fox, right? That kind of loss. They're finding out. Right. There are people, so then you may have the the really completely deranged mm-hmm. few mm-hmm. who only want and and can't even possibly hear right. and 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 have are walking in a bubble. Yeah, they exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to think that they don't know, right? Just like that, you you think they don't know the Proud Boys are being arrested, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. you think they don't. They know. Mm-hmm. For one thing, they were losing. Folks, when they were broadcasting the results that people didn't want to hear. Right. They are, yeah. They are, they are, you mean Fox losing their audience. Yeah, their audience. Right. right. Yeah, because they got in so much trouble when Fox correctly called Arizona. Right, exactly. Uh, that night, election left. night. And their people left, but they went crazy. And Trump went crazy, even though that was the correct, correct call. That was correct the correct call. call. And that's when they really went off the cliff, rather than standing up for what was Correct. Mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. truth. They decided, well, no, we can just go ahead and lie. lie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no way we can say at this point that Fox is done. Right. Yeah, right. Because number one, we said as big as 700 and again, what's the number? 787.5 Thank million. Thank you. 787.5. <laughs> thank you, dear. 787.5 billion dollars. But that's still small for Fox. Right. You know, they can, well, they not can, small. Not small, but they can, yeah, ha- but they can handle gonna it. But it's not going to break it. Right. Break it's them. not going to break them. But I think, but then it comes Smartmatic and other lawsuits. But the thing of it is, is that what will remain to be seen is how over time, not right. immediately, over time, how this will affect, if it will affect right. their behavior because right. Right. because they have put themselves in such a corner. Mm-hmm. Once they opted to go with the lies. Right. And the, and no matter what, with Tucker Carlson and all the rest of them, when, and lie no matter what. Once they, Where do they go mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. point? Their credibility is shot on all sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very, very right, important. Right. But uh, we, we wanted to make sure, because a lot of people didn't understand, and a lot of people don't watch news shows all right. day like we do, <laughs> or like I do anyway. Yeah. And so what I learned about uh, the Dominion, because everybody was upset about the trial, mm. but what I learned in the few days since then, I wanted every all of our listeners right. to understand that Dominion did what it was supposed to do. Their they lawyers did. did what they were supposed to do for their client, which was Dominion Voting Systems. And uh, Dominion, their, their, their job was not to save America. Their job was not to save democracy. And that amount of money to Dominion was an apology. And so right. so we're upset that Fox, but, but Dominion's not upset. Okay, right. That doesn't usually come in, in a civil trial anyway. So we just want to help people understand right. that. Right. Because, uh, like Keith said, we were ready with our popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to happen. But this is why well, it's not going to happen. Well, well, it was Smartmatic, we'll it might. Because what Smartmatic said that they are not going to sell for anything less. Less than an apology. Than, no, no. They yeah. want an apology and nothing, not a penny less than what they got from Dominion. Right, right, right. Even though Smartmatic is much smaller. <laughs> right. And they're on the record about that apology. Right. Oh, yeah. And they're right. on the record of getting an apology in their soul. Yeah. Cool. So, a quick word from our sponsor. It's brought to you by the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community Branding and Marketing Academy. And we offer online training and uh, coaching 
for independent authors and creative and solo professionals on branding and marketing. So you can find out more at teamowens313gcc.com. And now moving on to the debt ceiling. While all this was happening with Dominion and Fox, Kevin McCarthy went to Wall Street, not Main Street, went to (laughs) Wall Street on Monday to reveal his plan for the debt ceiling. Now, I've spoken on this on on our Substack. There's a difference between the debt ceiling and the budget. And the Republicans and Kevin McCarthy are deliberately conflating the two. Okay, the debt ceiling is to to be able to pay the bills for money that was already spent. Not has that thing has nothing to do with future spending. It has to do with past spending. And Biden is holding fast to his demand for a clean debt ceiling. And he's bill. not going to blink. Understand and he's, he's that not, he's, he's not, not going to blink. They're trying. They're tr- the Republicans are trying to blame him if the if, if the debt ceiling is is breached and and the full faith and credit of the United States is is ruined and the global economy because of us not passing the debt ceiling. They're going to try to blame it on Biden. But no, it's not on Biden. It's on the Republicans. They know, they, they know, although they're trying to present it as different, they're, they want to get all these concessions from Biden in order for them to raise the debt ceiling for one year for $1.5 trillion, and that's it. But they said they won't even do that unless Biden, number one, and the administration cut federal spending to 1% per, per year and reduce funding for all federal agencies except the Pentagon, of course. Okay, but that, that would be shutting down, for example, uh, 125 t- air traffic control towers, slashing nutrition services for 1 million uh, senior citizens. Like, what, what, is, what is that one that, where they go by the truck and feed senior citizens? What is that called? Meals on, oh, well, wheels. Meals on wheels. Meals, meals on, on wheels. wheels. Yeah. Yeah. El- eliminating and eliminating affordable housing assistance for close to 1.1 million families. They also want to reduce the amount of uh, students who get Pell Grants and reduce the the amount given to women, infants, and children for nutrition assistance. And 200,000 children would lose access to to Head Start and 100,000 would lose access to child care. They also want to block the student forgive the student loan forgiveness that um, was passed last summer. That's right. And somebody in Texas again tried tried to block that just as the money was coming out to these students. Now they they call it loan forgiveness for the rich, although nobody less than who made more than seventy five thousand dollars or one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for a family would would um, get any kind of loan assistance, and it was only ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars if you were a Pell Grant. Mm-hmm. And in order to receive a Pell Grant, you have to be way you know much lower in middle class income. So, ninety nine point nine percent of the people who who were qualified for loan assistance made less than seventy five thousand dollars. And Republicans, seventy five thousand dollars is not wealthy. Okay, it is not wealthy at all. But so, and and ten thousand dollars is not a lot. Ten thousand dollars would not wipe out the complete loan for a lot of people, but it would make a big, big difference. We send the new Internal Revenue Service funding. This is a big deal for Republicans because they have people thinking. <clears throat> That the funding for a new 
IRS funding, first of all, the IRS is already underfunded, but they have people thinking that what Biden is saying is requesting with new expanded IRS funding, that means they're going to send people to your house and to your small business and drag you out into the street until you pay your back taxes. That is not what it's supposed to do. First of all, the funding would be over 10 years. People are retiring. First of all, there's not enough people in the, in the IRS, period, even including in administrative services. Have you ever been on hold with the IRS for an hour <laughs> trying to get somebody to answer the phone? And But also, this would be over 10 years. People would be retiring and would re- replace those people. But it would also, yes, have more funding and more uh, ability for the IRS to go after the wealthy mm-hmm. who can come up with all kinds of ways not to pay their taxes. And that's okay. why they're mad. And that's, that's why they're mad. Right. That, that's what they're mad about because they don't want to pay their taxes. Resending the money would actually increase the deficit by $114 billion through 2032. And the, in, in that IRS funding was also money through the Inflation Reduction Act. They want, they want to get rid of that. And the Inflation Reduction Act did exactly what it was supposed to do. Inflation is, even though it's slow, it has gone down every month. Okay. It is still bad compared to five years ago or 10 years ago, but it has been going down, 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 down. And the Republicans don't care about that. They want to, they want to use, say, that inflation is so bad. We have to reduce that and, and take away uh, the benefits to the Inflation Reduction Act. Then, for those people who who are on Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security and food stamps, they want them to uh, get food stamps only for three months out of every three years. Three months out of three years. Out, un, unless they are employed at least 20 hours a week. That's insane. That's, you know, that's, that, so they want people to have updated work requirements because they think everybody who was getting um, government services is lazy. There's a whole lot of reasons why people... And that money—that's not a whole lot of money. They—they—they they, they think that you know. They, matter of fact, some 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 rich people see a woman on food stamps talking on her cell phone. How can she afford a cell phone? Excuse me, she doesn't have a landline. You get a phone for free, and you and 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 you can get these programs that cost twenty dollars a month. Well, the other problem is real um, real quick. I don't want you to continue, mm-hmm. but. Whenever they say welfare, they mean black and brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And all what, the, all the mean, white women are that, Well, that's my point. Mm-hmm. The white women are the majority. There are way more white women and white people, period. On welfare. With, with welfare and receiving all these kind of benefits than black people. That's right. So these things they're trying to cut, you know, like they're trying to make black people work and stop being lazy. It's your people. That's it's right. It's white people. That's right. That you're going that's to affect. Right. And, they're, and they're going to hear about it. Oh, yeah. They're going to hear about that. Then, of course, they want to uh, repeal any green energy tax credits because they don't believe in green energy. Energy. They still want to stay on fossil fuels forever, even though fossil fuels are not going to last forever. They don't think climate change, is and real. they don't, and they don't even think climate change is real. So they want to repeal all of that. And and the last thing, oh, the other thing that they want to do is rescind unobligated COVID nineteen relief funds. The Congress passed a lot of relief for COVID nineteen a couple of years ago, and some states and some jurisdictions haven't spent it all yet because they spent it on the emergency things they needed right away but they still have some of it sitting there and they're thinking okay I can, I can now since the emergency is over I can now apply that money to something else that we need no no the Republicans want to put that money back in the in the budget not realizing that that unspent money could be paid for something in their own districts something like new buildings and and uh, better roads and things like that from that COVID money that is not now needed for the emergency that it was needed for it to begin. And this from the people who keep on screaming about states' rights and let's exactly. decide for themselves and now they want to take exactly, it back to federal Exactly, exactly, exactly. So the unobligated funds include money to shore up financially troubled union pension funds, 
trans, transit infrastru infrastructure grants that had already been allocated. They want to take that back? They want to take that back because, like I said, at the beginning of COVID, they needed that money for emergency stuff with COVID the first year when it was really a bad emergency. But after that was over, there was still money left over. So they want to take away shoring up union pension funds because wealthy people don't need pension funds. Transit infrastructure grants, they don't need infrastructure, except they do go on the same roads that we do. And support for veterans' medical care. They don't support the veterans at all. They send them over there, and they're mostly young people that are sent over there. And since it's all volunteer, those those young people volunteered to to go into the military mm -hmm. because it's all volunteer now. But once they come back, they come back with PS, PTSD. They come back with uh, all kind of medical conditions, but they don't care. They don't. They, and know, once again, that's their base. That's right. That's you know, right. who do you see driving around with all those flags waving right, exactly. on the back of their pickup trucks? Exactly. They don't, exactly. And they're the ones standing up you mm -hmm. know, and getting mad when somebody mm -hmm. take a knee. Mm -hmm. You know, right, won't, right. won't see the national anthem. And they'll sing the national anthem and do all that. But then when it comes to paying for the veterans, all of a sudden they're missing an action. And when you're driving down the street and you see somebody holding up a, a sign on a car, homeless and hungry, about 60% of them are veterans. Veterans. So about 60% of those people are veterans. That's right. They come back and there's no support for them. They don't have jobs. They don't have anywhere to live. And all this money, could, all this unspent COVID money, now that the emergency is over, we still have COVID, no doubt, but the emergency is over. They could use that for a whole bunch of other things, but the Republicans want to take that away. And so what they're doing, first of all, it's not even sure that this bill is going to pass to the House. Everything financial has to come from the House first. That's in the Constitution. But they're not even sure he they're not even sure that McCarthy has a 218 to get it through the House. But even if he did, the Senate's not going to the Senate's not going to vote for that. So it's it, you know he can he can hoop and holler all he wants, but it's not going to get passed. It's it might not get through the House, and if it gets through the House, it's not going to get through the Senate. And I for one want Biden to stand strong. Biden put out his budget proposal on March 9th, right. exactly when he said he was going to put it out. The Republicans have yet to come up with a budget proposal. But after the debt limit ceiling is done, then you go to budget negotiations. But you can't negotiate if the other side doesn't even have a plan to negotiate with. But the, the Republicans think that the average American public is too stupid to realize that. And so that's why it is our job, when I say our job, those of us who know what we're talking about, to tell everybody else, especially people who don't really pay attention to this. Everybody doesn't watch the news all the time. Everybody doesn't study these political things all the time. So those of us who do, we want to let you know, number one, there's a difference between the debt ceiling and the budget negotiations. The debt ceiling is constitutionally mandated. Constitutionally mandated. I always say that right after the White House got the majority after the um, election when uh, McCarthy didn't even have his speakership yet, but he said what they were going to do on day one, because he thought he was going to be speaker on day one, took five days. But he said they were going to read the Constitution word for word from beginning to end. Well, he hasn't done that yet. But if he had done that and they got to the 14th Amendment, it says in the 14th Amendment that the United States will pay all of its debts. The debt ceiling part started after World War One. And then, and, and, and it usually was just nonpartisan. And the debt, like I said, the debt ceiling is for money that it was already spent. That's like you putting everything on your credit card, and when it comes due, I'm just, I'm just not gonna pay it. Mm -hmm. Come, come get the money. Come make, make, make me pay it. No, uh, that's not how things work. And so the debt ceiling is different from the budget. And Biden and the Democrats need to stand strong because if the country goes into default, which they can do by July, which is two months from now. It would 
decimate the American economy and decimate the global economy. They don't care. They do not care. And so we have to stand strong. Yeah, they govern by chaos. That's, they, the- that's right. And so they don't care about... Because they they won't be affected. Now, there's constituents to be affected, but they wouldn't be affected personally because they're rich. They don't care. And so 25% of the debt has been caused during the Trump years. Mm-hmm. 25% of all debt in American history was, was caused by the Trump years. They don't care. It's a combination of weakness and stupidity. Right. Because Kevin is too weak to go up against his own party. Right. And the other ones, you have people like Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, who are too stupid to know what this really is going to do. Exactly. Exactly. You know, oh, they don't want it. They don't yeah. want it. Right. So, so because half of them, when they're saying they don't care, they don't care because they don't know. They don't know. And they, don't cho- and they yeah. choose not to they know. They choose not to know. Yeah. So, so th- those were our two things this in this episode, the Dominion case and the debt ceiling case. And we hope we cleared up some questions that you may have had on those two issues. And we will talk to you next week. Yep. Talk to you next week.